I think a lot of their ads are about kind of scraping that away and bringing you back to that kind of physical just thrill and kind of um, buzz of doing something with your hands. Um, sounds dodgy. That's... <laughs> doing That's something a... with your hands that, you know, involves DIY. It makes you feel alive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, and welcome to another episode of I Love That Ad. A very special episode today because not only are we joined always by Shane W. Brennan, that uh, light of my life, uh, we're also joined by Dylan Cotter, Creative Director in Aconade, Dublin. Welcome to the podcast, Dylan. Thanks a million. Hi, uh, Aaron and Shane. How are you doing? And all of your listeners. Good. No, we're, we're, uh, we're, we're all good. Delighted to have you on. Uh, as, a, as a reminder what this podcast is all about, Dylan, just in case uh, it escaped escaped you or any of the listeners that this is the podcast where where we we just bring on guests and we discuss great ads that we just love uh it's pretty much clues in the name and that's as creative as we get about Aaron, that was descriptor. that sounded very professional that was good you know what i mean that was like you'd written that down <laughs> I don't, I, no we have a rule we're not, not right right down, down to start not, no not right down. uh dylan uh how, how are you doing how are things in acne they're yeah they're good um does anybody ever like answer that in the negative? Does anybody ever say, "Oh, things are shit"? They've yeah, made all the wrong choices. Those. We've had to pull those episodes. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> we, we have a lot of them. I don't... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Worryingly amount, yeah, yeah. Uh, large amount. Yeah, uh, you know, things are things are really good. Uh, we're like, it, it's um, we're growing. We've we've uh, we've got a few new accounts uh, in the last since Christmas, and we've. We've got a good few new people as well. So like still small, still a small um office. We're like 14 people in Dublin. Um, but then we have we work really closely with the other acne offices. So there's like eleven offices altogether around Europe. Um and we work on pitches together, we work on jobs together. Um and so it's kind of like it's nearly more like one biggish agency rather than a, a tiny network there's about like 200 200 250 people around all of the offices and then we work That's a lot right. with we're owned by Deloitte um, and we work a lot with Deloitte Digital as well so there's about I think about 120 people in Deloitte Digital in in Dublin mm-hmm. and um, yeah we work with we do like we're a little bit different to the agencies I would have worked in before like BBDO and stuff where um, we we do all of the kind of brand com stuff, all of the advertising content, all that kind of stuff. But then we also kind of cross over into websites, apps, kind of digital experience and kind of looking at those things together. Um, and I guess that's our, our kind of point of difference. That's yeah, it's good. It's going, it's going well. It's um, I started like literally just as the first bits of covid were being breathed into the into the country so i started Happy in like work anniversary then thank you yeah, yeah. <laughs> for that time Woo. of year <laughs> um so it was kind of an interesting it was an interesting start and like just trying to um build a team and and get accounts during that kind of really strange detached kind of period but it was mm. it was it, i i found it a really good a really good time to kind of just get lots of good conversations going with people and get to know all of the people within Deloitte and stuff like that as well. Um, yep. but yeah, it's gone really well. Really, it's, no it's my favorite job so far. That's always good, good to hear. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it's actually, I, I don't know about uh, listeners or, or you, you, Shane, but when it comes to 
the likes of of, of Acne are, are being specifically a creative agency attached to one of the big four. Uh, so you're obviously attached to Deloitte and we have Drugify Dublin attached to Accenture. I have this curiosity as like, what's it really like being a creative agency attached to something that, you know, is is probably not an industry that's notoriously Accounts. not creative. Uh, yeah, well, they yeah. can be very creative in their own way, but yeah. not from a, from, from Nothing from, proved. From, from... <laughs> in their own way, God bless them. <laughs> but, but like, what's it like? Because you've, 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 like probably two decades of of experience in the creative world uh, mm. most of that within bbdo and that's 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 kind of the, the the traditional stance what's it like in this kind of new world creative agency kind of kind of setup so like i i'd say you get different answers depending on which mm-hmm. pairing you're talking to um i i think because acne dublin was kind of it started inside a consultancy um like so when i joined it was just me and john o'connor um the other creative director and um because we started in there there wasn't that kind of horrible organ rejection culture clash kind of thing because we kind of grew up within within the consultancy and kind of understood it from the, from the inside there's a lot of like there's definitely challenges with creative culture and uh, the kind of the more button down kind of consultancy culture but I think so far what I've mostly experienced is like a really healthy kind of mutual curiosity and mutual respect for those those two ways of you know working with clients and stuff um, and they like the definitely the number one reason that I moved from BBDO to um, to Acne was I found that like more and more the time when you're working on when you're working on pitches or you're working on kind of on client briefs or whatever, the ideas you're coming up with kind of they kind of overstep the boundary of what a traditional agency is is able to deliver or is kind of permitted to deliver. Do you know what I mean? You kind of come up with mm-hmm. you come up with ideas which are like involve a, a campaign, but also maybe involve a bit of a product change or a new proposition or whatever. Lovely. But mm-hmm. Even when on the rare occasion when you manage to sell those in a traditional agency, there's then that kind of moment of fuck, like, yeah. how do we do this thing? <laughs> we have no idea how to develop a new you know, digital platform for the whatever. Yeah. Um, whereas in a consultancy, you literally have experts in everything within reach. And like, I mean, there's there's nothing you can think of that there isn't a specialist in somewhere in, in the Deloitte network. Yeah, um, and it's cool. easy to access them and you can use them to help sell something, help flesh it out and then help do it, you know. So I think that's that's really, really um, that's a really good part of that kind of being part of a, a, a culture that isn't just like a, an agency culture. Um, also, like one of the things I love about it is and this sends like kind of a dull answer, but like I love working somewhere that's properly run Mm. i think (laughs) ad agencies are especially when you get out of them and you kind of see them with some perspective they're fucking terribly run they are they're badly run when it comes to caring for people and they're burnout machines they really are and they're also just very inefficient like there's an awful lot of just wasted effort um through like not 
scoping things properly and not being kind of firm with people and uh, they're they're dreadful I, and like I love them as well and I've nothing bad to, well, I've just said something terrible about them but I've, I've nothing <laughs> nothing particularly bad to say about any one agency like I loved BBDO in my time there and I think it's I think it's just going from strength to strength and everything but I I love working somewhere that has like really looks after people um that you know he, there's a good kind of um balance in your life um and you're surrounded by people who are very different to you it's not all like um there's a particular type of people who work in agencies who I really like but it's quite it can become suffocating after a while um most most of the listeners haven't a clue what you're talking no, about. No, not at all. Or, 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 <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, but it's there. It is. It's, yeah. it's, 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 it's there uh, within that, reach. But that, that must be lovely, though. I'm just thinking of that freedom yeah. to have a platform. Because we've all been there. We've come up with an idea that actually sounds like a core business change for a rather big client. And you're like, yeah, they're doing this wrong. And they've been doing it wrong for 50 years. You and your your fucking meditation for an hour have come up with this idea yeah, yeah, like, this yeah. will fix this <laughs> and you're standing there in shorts and vans and a hoodie yeah. and you're like i swear to god yeah <laughs> and um but it must be nice and then someone will tell you it's like no you can't we tried to recommend that years ago and we we got yeah. shut down you're an idiot. Don't, don't do it don't do it and then but it must be lovely to be able to go chat or have the authority or the scope within your partnership with that client mm. to be able to go, look, we did look at this and we talked to our experts in this and we feel there is a, there is an avenue or a route in that must yeah. be so nice to not instantly just get fucking closed down and put back in a box straight away that you can take a bit of time and explore an idea, maybe figure out, Oh, actually I am wrong. Or maybe there is something small in it that we can expand on. That must be so nice. 100%. I think you, you exactly that, Shane. You, you like sometimes it's finding out um, earlier that your, uh, your idea is totally naive or there's like some kind of fatal flaw in it or whatever. But sometimes it's finding out it that is possible it's going to be really hard but here's the things you have to do to make mm -hmm. it to make it happen i think that's um no that's one brilliant. knows half the battle though isn't it yeah is, is totally no one where the that's where the speed we... bumps or the pitfalls are absolutely i love that that phrase uh why not is how why not equals how to you know that kind of thing about like when somebody tells you all the reasons you can't do something they're actually telling you how to do it because they're like yeah. listing yeah. off all of the things you have to to do and i think that's i think the other thing about like working in or around a consultancy is consultancies their main job is to take big kind of change projects and break them down into kind of manageable steps like that's what they do they make enormous things happen mm. very patiently and kind of um very methodical slowly and methodically yeah and I think yeah. that's that again, that's a kind of a skill that maybe is lacking in, in agencies where you're kind of after the the sugar rush or the kind of window dressing a little bit, maybe. Mm. Um, well, well, it sounds like um, it's going it's going well. Uh, it's gone from two to 14 uh, in, a, in, in a very short space of time, three years. So uh, congrats. And, yeah, cheers. Uh, uh, I, I wish you the best success for, for further growth. Um, is is the ads you're going to bring or the, these kind of ads that have appealed to you all throughout your career or is it kind of a mix of kind of the new style that you're that you're being exposed to or kind of moving into no they're they're um i think they're ads that would have appealed to me like from very early on but i've only really noticed the the kind of pattern recently um 
you know the way like I, I love all kinds of ads i love kind of funny ads and stupid ads and just like outrageous ads and like ads that are maybe on the face of it kind of boring but you know that you know the challenge that they faced in making making that ad mm-hmm. um but i was thinking about it i was putting putting together um just a list of like my favorite ads recently for for something else and um i kind of realized for the first time that there is like the ads that really just thrill me there is a real kind of pattern to them and i think it's um it's stuff that is that really works on um i don't want to say feelings because like i think it's a it's a cliche to talk about how you know ads need to make you feel things rather than think things and everything which i totally think is true but it's it's more than that it's ads that make you feel something kind of physical it's not even just an emotional kind of john lewisy feeling it's like visceral feeling alive um feeling kind of like a child again or something do you know it's it's mm-hmm. ads that make that wake you up and just make you feel like shit this is it's amazing being alive i think there's there's a path there's a thread of that running through things and i love ads that are like incredibly simple and kind of visceral and almost like a little bit primal um like all of the obvious ones like i think you know guinness surfer and gorilla and all of those i think they all work on that level there's just like a bit of a hair raising Mm. vibe to them um which is brought you to another dimension a little bit yeah 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 and i think like they're also i would say the hardest ads to make you know because like they're very simple ideas but then it's all in the kind of it's all in the detail and the execution and having having something that resonates with people at the kind of heart of that as well so they're probably the it's probably the theme of the stuff that i picked for today really I think uh, I think uh, well, like myself and probably a lot of the listeners are like right. Well, show us one of those now. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. So what 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 uh, what's the first ad we can uh, we can see? So the first one that I picked was uh, it's for uh, Hornbach, which is um, uh, I think uh, a kind of German Woodies uh, or a kind of German B and Q. It's a really big um, kind of DIY chain, and they do amazing, amazing ads. Um, they're very so this this particular one that I picked is I'd say it's probably six or seven or eight years old, um, and it's called "You're Alive." Do you remember? So it kind of sums up in a way what I was just talking about. It's like yeah. they so the ad is about just the kind of physical satisfaction of DIY and kind of making shit. Um, and that's what that's the kind of theme that runs through a lot of their work, really. It's kind of, I'd say, trying to scrape through the kind of uh, the kind of as you get older, you get kind of removed from that kind of thrill of physical work a little bit, especially if you're kind of in advertising. Um, and I think a lot of their ads are about kind of scraping that away and bringing you back to that kind of physical just thrill and kind of um buzz of of doing something with your hands um yeah, sounds dodgy that's, that's... <laughs> doing that's something with your hands that you know involves diy makes you feel alive yeah <laughs> <laughs> well let's have, let's have a look and uh, we'll, we'll get through it in more detail afterwards
I was not expecting that. <laughs> In a good way. Yeah. 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 Um, it, that kind of, that kind of, I don't know where my brain went with though when I saw him walking and then the kind of shots like, oh, it's going to be like a, almost like a, what's that 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 uh outdoor store in 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 america or in something uh it's just like uh you know like get out into the elements mm. but then <laughs> then it went a completely different mm. direction uh I, yeah i love that yeah. absolutely love that app. i loved it was really interesting because you were talking it, it's the, the way they took the way they brought my brain to doing diy was from a text from a tactile perspective was really mm. interesting by stripping him and making him an exposed nerve mm. and then all of a sudden you you instantly feel for him and you go oh, what is he feeling on that grass and then you your brain goes to the place where they know you know what grass feels like you know what stones feel like because the visual impact makes you try and empathize with him mm. and then you're like oh yeah and then the grittiness of the stones then they do that they tap into that with the wood and he's rubbing the wood and you can feel it just brings you, you smell there. Wood. You can yeah. almost smell it. I love that. I love that um, mechanism of stripping him back yeah. to get you to empathize with the feelings of the things on screen. I um yeah, I've never seen that. I I really liked it because it worked straight away. I could it's nearly a- taste the stones. I you know like the I was like I could feel it like nearly against my teeth. I was like, yeah. "Oh yeah, I know. I know these feelings." That's yeah. it was class. Really cool. And then that like that plunge into the kind of muddy pool at the end and then it, it's it there's it's almost like biblical or something it's like the yeah. beginning of yeah. the beginning of man or something it's it's really uh but it's fun as well it's not like it doesn't dip, disappear up itself and become kind of no. like self-important about you know um it, yeah. i i it just blew me away the first time i saw it and actually like they have I, that that for me is the standout one because it's the first one that i saw of theirs but they have loads of ads that like really stick to that to that kind of conjuring that feeling i think mm-hmm. um and like some of them are a bit more um kind of cerebral than others there's one which is about a town where people have lost the use of their hands or just forgotten how to use their hands so like it's it's very it's very funny at the beginning just observing mm-hmm. what a what a town would be like if nobody used their hands um and then it's the kind of discovery of a hammer and it just uh takes off but like i i just absolutely love that because it it does it cuts it kind of skips your skips your brain in a way and just goes straight to those feeling memories um and i just, i think that's just amazing and like when ads do that i think they're i think you know like this sounds totally wanky but i think they're they're doing the job they're like doing the job for the brand but i think they're kind of doing something for the world as well which mm-hmm. like to me i think that's kind of what like creativity is for in a way is to bring you back to that do you know what i mean it's to kind of mm-hmm. keep you keep your eyes open keep you kind of surprised um and keep you kind of feeling feeling alive and i think a lot of the the best ads certainly a lot of my favorite ads are ads that do that that you they're, they're kind of refreshing and you kind of feel like you've seen things in a new way again um yeah i love it's that strip back a veil almost yeah um what i one thing that I did like about it, apart from uh, there's a lot of things I liked about it, but I particularly liked how they they also displayed some of the negatives. Uh, so the pain of the nail, you know, mm. that, funny that, way, yeah. that that mm. nail represented stubbing your toes, stubbing your thumb with a hammer. You know, it it, it kind of summed up that it, it's not all 
So I'm not all rosy in the garden, mm. but it's still, but that's that's an integral part of the process. That is part and parcel of DIY, and that's what helps you make make feel alive and make it all worth it uh, in the end a little bit. Yeah, completely. It's it re- hurt. Yeah, it remind, absolutely. It reminded me of, Aaron, what was the ad? We did an audio ad a while ago, and it's it's like a visual skip where they go, can you feel your tongue in your mouth? Most of the time you don't. And the minute you mention, then all of a sudden your tongue feels very heavy, doesn't it? You wonder how it stays there. And it was the same thing for me. It's they did that skip to like they put you into your skin. You know what I mean? Mm. They, they got you. They tapped into that. Those feeling receptors of the brain, like visually brought, made you aware of it mm. through him. And like by having little like the nail, you felt that. I know mm. that feeling. You know what I mean? Mm. They did it all so, so well. Um, it was uh, it was really impressive, and I love the fact that he's pulling a root out of the ground because mm. one of my favorite things in the world. Because my house, when I bought it, it, there was like thirty trees that we got cut down, but they didn't remove the roots. So I spent the pandemic uprooting wow. so many stuff with a shovel <laughs> to the extent that. But it was a great like state. I could just give me a spade and give me a pickaxe, and there's four hours, and you'd get yeah. the mud and this the feeling of war. relief. When you dig out a root is unbelievable. So just that, that, that was a very mm. personal thing. But I just, mm. I think it's done, yeah, it's great. It's, phenomenal. it's deadly. And I think like the, the craft in it is just like yeah. the, the, the kind of idea that you described at the start of like kind of making him very vulnerable, like surprisingly kind of vulnerable at mm. the start and then just pushing him through all those experiences is really lovely. But like the craft of it is amazing. The, the, the sound is amazing. I think that's a yeah. huge part of it. And like, it kind of brings out the the kind of slight childishness of him as well, like some of those little whoops and stuff as he's as he's kind of going through the grass and then like getting the nail in the ass and stuff. It's like it make it brings a, a kind of fun dimension to it. Um, I I just thought it was fabulous. And then like the copywriting side, like I'm a I'm a copywriter, so I lo- I love cop. There's only a there's only a tiny bit of copy in that, but mm. you're alive. Do you remember? It's just fucking brilliant because yeah, like I think when the when the when the insight or the kind of the truth at the heart of it is as kind of clear and, and simple as it is in that ad, I think the copy doesn't have to get too um, kind of clever. Do you know what I mean? It doesn't have to get yeah. kind of punny or tricky. It's just like says it like it is kind of like you're not you and you're hungry for Snickers. It's like just very, very straight, but like really powerful. It's, yeah, um, that's true. It's nearly the pitch copy. You're like, you yeah, know, it is. It's you know what I mean? The strategist's then, kind of line, but maybe yeah. like just condensed a little bit. Yeah. Just refined um, and made sure it works, but then everything else mm. beforehand led to it. And you're like, mm. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, uh, it's that's uh, a fabulous piece of work. Yeah. Never. And it's never a lovely platform. That to build it to build on like that's yeah. like there's a there's a richness to it uh and as you said it kind of feels uh, slightly philanthropic mm. <laughs> in a way that it is kind of you know fucking get out there get, get yeah into, yeah get into there's dirt, a bit of into... men's shed vibes about it or yeah. something yeah yeah exactly um brilliant well that's a that's a great one to, mm. to want to add, add to the archives and to kick off the show. So uh, I can assume it can only get better from here. Well, uh, let's see. <laughs> so what, what are we going to watch for a second now? The next the next one that I picked um, was the uh, it, it's one of the IKEA. I think IKEA are like the um, best 
notice as well I'm pronouncing it the Swedish way like I do with Akne uh, Ikea the <laughs> um, contract. yeah it is yeah absolutely <laughs> um, they, I, I think they're an amazing advertiser and they're like so they've stuck to really one idea for so long which is like just kind of conjuring up like what home means to people um, deep, like, deep down I think like the the number of different ways that they've come at that and kind of manifested that is astonishing. Um, and a, a good few of them are just some of the best ads around, I think. Um, and this one I absolutely love. It's uh, so it's beds, um, which is the one like it 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 won loads of awards and stuff. So it's a fairly familiar one to people, but it's the one where somebody is kind of falling from bed to bed above like way above the earth and in this kind of city and it's um and it was directed by Juan Cabral who's um just the most creative person in advertising definitely he's done um so many of the most kind of successful most powerful ads either as a creative or as or then as a as a director so like he uh, he did the Sony Sony Bravia stuff, the balls and the paint and stuff like that. He he worked on that as a as a creative uh, in I think it was in Fallon maybe or may, in Mother I'm not sure which. And then um, he did the Cadbury Gorilla, so came up with that and directed it, and then kind of moved into directing after that and did this and has done it, all of his work has kind of like that Hornback one. It's very very simple but very kind of um ambitiously scaled kind of dramatizations of something really simple and mm. kind of visceral do you know what i mean mm. Amazing. so let's uh, let's remind ourselves yeah. of that and we'll have yeah. to watch our revels now are ended these are actors, as I foretold you, were all spirits and are melted into air. And like the baseless fabric of this vision, the cloud-capped towers, the solemn temples, the great globe itself, yea, all which it inherit shall dissolve and leave not a rack behind. We are such stuff as dreams are made of, and our little life is rounded with a sleep. Ikea, the wonderful everyday. Haven't seen that in so long. Yeah, mm. so good. Lovely. It's just um, like I think <laughs> one of the things, like just as I was thinking about these these ads like one of the things that just really um makes them work i think is that like there's something so when i like first watched that ad i'm sure it's the same for everybody it 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 rings a bell with you so it reminds you of a feeling that you have like that kind of when you're in between sleep and waking mm -hmm. and you have that kind of a fall which everybody has and it kind of i think it's kind of built around that seed do you know what i mean so it's like that you're kind of aware that sleep is like in this middle place. It's like another dimension, a little bit in between the real world and kind of full on dreams. And mm. I think that's what it's kind of built on. And I think that's what your man Ron Cabral is brilliant at doing is like finding something 
something small like that that just rings true and then just building a kind of big opera on top of it um and i i i think that that is a gorgeous ad i think shake the like the i think it's prunella scales reading the tempest on top of it like sometimes when i watch it i think it's kind of like gilding the lily a little bit but it does it just it it all it, it kind of enchants you into that kind of that kind of in betweeny space that sleep That's exists it. in, and it, I I think it's wonderful. And like I think the the craft in there, just the little things they've done, like the, having the rocket blasting through the crowds. Mm, it could be clouds, it could be anything, but it's like it just gives it a scale or something. Um, and I think I think enchanting is a very interesting word that you use there because it 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 enchant it it was and and I think uh, it took a premise or a visual a visual premise of something terrifying uh, falling <coughs> free <laughs> from above the clouds uh, but like very quickly made it quite kind of hypnotizing or mm. kind of enchanting and as you said and kind of something you're like oh what's this journey you know and so you kind of knew it was fantastical straight away because it was a floating bed but still it's terrifying mm. just leaping off <laughs> uh, into into the unknown I suppose that's what you do when you're when you go to sleep. You leap off into the unknown. What dreams are you going to have? You don't know. But mm. I found it very relaxing, and that that was a weird juxtaposition from what I was seeing on screen. Mm. That, is, that probably looks like one of the least relaxing things in the world to be f- falling without a parachute. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that's really interesting because I, I there's there's a bit in it as well. I don't know if, if if it does this. I imagine it does this for for a lot of people when when she's falling past the kind of skyscraper and you kind of see a reflection i mean that can't help but remind you of like 9 11 stuff a little bit so again there's like these tiny little things in there that are scary but somehow that kind of drives you into feeling the safety of a bed even more or something i don't know i'm not sure i'm not sure how it works on a subliminal level but it's like there is definitely there's a bit of a, a kind of juxtaposition of feelings going on there what I think is super interesting is that the tapping into kind of our psyche and awareness that above the clouds, because of its alignment with like heaven and peacefulness, that even though none of us have really been above the clouds, we don't know what it's that's freezing, like um, um, really Can't bright, breathe. really bright. <laughs> um, but um, never rains though, so that's never good. rains. That's true. <laughs> but like that, that so putting her in that kind of state of that place up there, but then she's willing to tap in to to search for her own bed, even though mm. he starts her in this peaceful, idyllic represented throughout art and time and centuries as known as the place that is perfect she still has to search for her bed and she's willing to fall back down to earth to get to her she's willing to leave paradise right. to get to her bed which is paradise that's what i see in okay it. wow and she's willing to like fall out of it this perfect place this clean mm. everything and even to get and she's still searching she's searching and she does and she's jumping and she like so your bed is your paradise because it's your bed you know mm. and i thought they did that really nicely and then there's a little bit of um uh audio as well that they At bring the in the horns of the city because that's part of your her she went from the silence of clouds but her paradise is her bed with those kind of cityscape sounds mm. which i thought for me was like i was like that's gorgeous that taps into this it is heaven to be in your bed in that mindset when you're mm. kind of awake, you know, as you rightly said, 
and the way they visually brought her to it, I had her search for it. Mm. I thought was, uh, yeah, it's, it's gorgeous. Like it just and visually, unbelievable, like lovely. Like it mm. always remind that reminds me of. I don't know if you've ever seen. Um, oh, probably have, but the the third Matrix movie. Right. And obviously the whole Matrix is shot um, with the green tint on it, very digitally. Everything's really mm. dark. There's no a lot of nature, even in the, the world, in the Matrix, it's all green. And then there's okay. blue in the real world. But there's a scene at the very end where Neo or whatever bursts through the clouds to get sunlight because there's not okay. been sunlight on Earth. And it's that. It's just this silence. And he hangs and he has to drop back down through it. But it's just, you get this instant sense of uh, this peace kind of thing. Mm. And they remind, that's what that reminds me of. It's just that unbelievable visual that mm. all of a sudden everyone just goes, just stop, you know, mm. Um, mm. stunning piece of work. Stunning. That's amazing. I mean, like, I think, it, I think that's really interesting because I, I wouldn't have taken most of what you've just talked about. I wouldn't have thought about before in relation to that. Adam. And that's something that's lovely about like very, impressionistic ads mm. like this is you can you can everybody can interpret them their own way which is wonderful like that's like what brands want really is to have people think about the story and kind of weave themselves into it mm. um but it comes back to that that insight which is essentially the tagline kind of very similar to the hornback stunning visuals makes you think how the fuck do they make that mm. and then they tie it all together with just a simple bit of copy at the end yeah and that there's no bed like home everyone know intrinsically feels and knows what that yeah. is mm. without you having to explain it or mm. say another word mm. you know everyone knows what that comfort and that kind of extra deep breath you can sigh when you know you're when you wake up in your own bed as opposed to somewhere else and having to go home again mm. and what's what's crazy about that is that is actually scientifically proven with sleep that you sleep mm. worse in yes. a non-familiar place. So yeah. even if your bed is shit, you'll sleep better there. <laughs> you know what I mean? You could go to the <laughs> nicest bed in the world, the most comfortable fucking like princess and the pea type situation. You'll feel like you're tossing and turning because it's just not yours. And I love that. I love that little gr that that grounding in. Well, we know this is true. <laughs> mm. Mm. And um, I think you you kind of you, you even without kind of reading the scientific papers about it you just know it personally don't you you kind of yeah, know yeah. like it's that it's like the half the joy of going on holidays is like coming back to your own bed at the end of it oh. and like i think i think that's what's i think that's what's true the horn back out as well as you kind of you, everybody has some memory of like just the physical satisfaction of like mm. making something being physically exhausted after pulling up a tree root or whatever it is and it kind of just builds on that you call it good tired, you know, because yeah, 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 bone weary know? kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I think uh, I, I both of those ads that you've you've brought, like literally, like when he was in the hornback ad, when he was rolling down the wood in particular, mm. and the sawdust uh, is kind of coming up. The sawdust going everywhere, but it, it literally looks like he's rolling on a hill of wood, mm. like because it's done very well. Mm. Same with this, like. I don't even know where to begin with dissecting how they actually produce so, that. I like I don't know much about the Hornback production, but the your man Juan Cabral makes as much as possible in camera, and there's some good making mm -hmm. of stuff for that for that ad. Um, right. and there's a lot of falling from one bed like fifteen feet onto another bed, um, and it's a like there's a lot of a lot of stunt people involved in it rather than. Just doing it all in post. And I think you can kind of feel that, really. You, you can, can see it. I think you yeah. can see it, like with the the way the bodies move when they're falling. There was one 
a comment on it being like, my daughter was the sky driver at this time on YouTube. Wow. And you're like, okay, well, that answers that question. There was skydiving yeah. involved. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and even like, fabulous, I mean, uh, even the way, like when she lands in her own bed, just the way that like duvet just looks, that looks like a very nice duvet. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. <laughs> um, it does look like a comfortable bed now, yeah. in fairness. Um, brilliant. That's, uh, that's one that, again, one of those ads that you think it should be in, been brought to the table a lot earlier than the than now. Yeah. So thanks for thanks for bringing that one. That's, no, that's no. brilliant. Um, Thank you. So so now you've 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 wound up. So it's a, it's it's bringing it home now for the last ad. So what are we going to see, Dylan? So this is like, um, I had I had loads of trouble picking the last one. I was kind of my original choice was one that you had before the Kenzo World one, which is kind of cut from the same cloth as those other ones. It's like mm -hmm. very big, very kind of rich and like but very simple as well it's just somebody anyway i'm not not going to talk about that one but the um the one that i picked is it's it's much smaller and it's like it's um so it's it's embrace life it's called it's by the sussex safer roads uh body over in in the uk um and it's so it's a road safety ad and it's for wearing seat belts um and it it's really like I think road safety ads immediately brings to mind a certain kind of like genre of stuff for people, um, which is like the the kind of the it tends to be kind of crash bang wallop shock horror kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, and from what from what I've read about this ad, it was very deliberately kind of created to to not be that to kind of be the antithesis of that. It's um, it it's very very it's incredibly simple. And it kind of, it's very, I would say, quite cheaply executed as well. Um, but, and it like, it feels a little bit like an audition in some ways. Um, like the acting is quite OTT sometimes. Um, and yeah, it's like, it's far from perfect. But I, I remember crying my eyes out the first time I saw it. And it's just emotional. Um Ah, uh, it's it's. It, I suppose it's about how just how precious life is, and representing that in a really simple kind of theatrical way. Um, okay. And it's about kind of your loved ones wanting to protect you and protect your life. That's what it's about, and it does it in the simplest possible way. And I I think it's really terrific. And like I I worked on road safety for a long time. We did uh, the RSA stuff for ten or eleven years in BBDO, um, and like really proud of some of the work that we did there but i don't think we ever made something as just emotionally impactful as this um okay yeah. well, well let's have a look and uh, come back
Yeah, that's lovely. Very interesting. I didn't know what yeah. to expect there. <laughs> I didn't know where that was going to go. Mm. I think that you know what I mean about it. As you said. I, I know what you mean. I'm like, uh, like, it's very, it had me glued to it. Does, mm. does that make sense? So I was mm. like, oh God, what's going to happen here? Um, really emotional. And the kind of sentiment behind it is so powerful. Do you know what mm. I mean? It's just the... Uh, I don't even know. It's like, I just feel like I need to digest it a little bit. Mm. <laughs> you I'm know like, what I mean? Like it brought that. me somewhere. Yeah. It brought me somewhere where I wasn't really analyzing what I was thinking about it as I was watching it. If that makes sense. I was just watching it, mm. um, which is probably the power of the creative and the fact that they are using imagination as such a tr strong tool. So you are using that part of your brain to imagine what's going on as opposed to analyzing mm. what's it's two layers deep. Mm. But uh, Lovely. Never seen it before. Mm. Um, really nice. It was. It was. I don't think it was ever on TV. It was like they kind of. I. I don't think it was an agency involved. I think they made it themselves with some kind of local production. Um, and it. It was like it was very. It like it got tens of millions of views on YouTube and it was used around the world, but I don't think it was ever used as an ad. Um, which kind of surprised me because it is very different to most road safety work, but it is very like. Do you know what I mean? It is. It is quite hammy as well. Like the music is fairly um ott and the the like the actor's facial expressions are it is like an audition kind of yeah. thing but it's still even just the the way they represent like that kind of bowl of glitter that gets kicked that kind of represents yeah. life just being blown away and stuff i i, I love it and then just the i think the the cleverness of it is just arms like mm. a seatbelt um which yeah. yeah i i, I love that it's 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 unmistakable visually at the end it's it's somewhat unmistakable with where he's got the family around him and the mm. way in which they're wrapped around him and the embrace now see there is a little bit of kind of roughness around the edges with regard you could probably see that an agency would have brought that up just a, mm. with copy and just things like that just a little bit more direction mm. but as i said as you rightly say the the power is in the idea of it um mm. and the execution is 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 high um but I, I just like, I like, yeah, I don't know. I just, I just love, I just love how I've not seen something like that. Mm. Do you know what I mean? It's not something I can't go, as you said at the start, there's an awful lot of safety ads are very similar to each other. Mm. They try to tap into the same thing. They just do it in their market, which was done in Australia, or which was done in New Zealand or wherever, mm. or Germany. Mm. Whereas this is a completely fresh way of trying to convince someone to wear their seatbelt, which mm. you've got to commend. Um, yeah and yeah i think it's really there's nice. another it there's, me you know mm, there's another uh road safety ad that i really love which is i think it was from new zealand um it's the one probably about five years ago where it's two cars it's kind of low level speeding cars that are about to hit each other at a crossroads and the kind of conceit is they just kind of pause so the, the moment freezes and the two drivers one of the drivers gets out goes over to the other driver and is kind of kind of pleading with him to I've seen slow that. down and he's That's... like it's too late I, I can't and it's just again it's just a really small and really like powerful um and there's no there's no crashes there's no kind of um shock tactics you know i i, I know the music is very like could almost be stuck, uh, a little bit but with the visuals it does kind of make it more impactful so it kind of mm. kind of gives it that 
maybe it might be too far, but like that adagio for strings type of feeling of that mm. kind of building emotion kind of but in a in a subtle and a slow in a slow way so i, I do think it works mm. uh for this but i don't think it'll work for for many other ads where you're trying to get it get it that emotional but just with mm. the with the slow-mo of the entire piece they're kind of in step with each other mm. i don't know and i i think they were they were better together than they were apart yeah if that makes sense yeah. makes sense no, lovely. Uh, and what five five shots? Mm. You know, five camera setups. Like you can see, it was done on a budget. Um, very impact. Like when you consider kind of somewhat limitations, I imagine if they were doing it, um, they did something. They delivered something really powerful. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. uh, like as I said, I it had me for the ninety seconds. I was actually surprised that was ninety seconds. Mm. Watching it, you know what I mean? Um, it felt short. It did feel very you're short. In, you're but, in it, like. Mm. No, it's lovely. No, no, that's brilliant. That, yeah. yeah, thank you so much. Well, that's a uh, that's three solid solid ads, Dylan. Uh, and I know you had you had a couple more in the back pocket, so we could for next time. Here next time, time. Mm. Uh, for for your return, for yeah. your, your glorious return onto gerbils. Ad. Gerbils fired through a logo, different vibe, <laughs> different theme. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, but that's uh, that's it for for the ad selection. Before we go, is there um. Is there anywhere that people can stay in touch with Akane? Is there anything can you want to get out there that new work you're doing or anything like that? No, like so, like you're asking, start how it's all going and stuff, and it's it's going really well. One of our frustrations is there hasn't been that much work out in the market yet, but that's going to change in the next few months. So one of, one of the projects that we've been working on for a long time is, um, it's a new payments app that the banks are launching together, um, and we've like as well as doing the kind of launch campaign for that and all of the all the kind of social content around it and all the websites that explain it and everything we're also building the app itself um right, so that's going to be caboodle. that's going to be really cool mm. um and I'm just looking forward to getting that out there um yeah and no like i think um if there's any if there's any clients out there who are kind of looking for um an agency that does that kind of bridging both the kind of the comms and the experience together that's that's what we do and that's what we'd love to talk to people about. Oh eight seven two nine four zero nine five seven. Number again. I'm on all socials. You'll get me. <laughs> Dylan, uh thank you so much. Uh Dylan Cotter, creative director in Acne Dublin. Uh an absolute pleasure to have you on the show. Thank you so much. Cheers. For anyone who is listening and wants to uh, be sound, you can like, subscribe, uh stars, all that kind of crack, whatever you do on on the interweb uh, to give us a thumbs up and uh, yeah until until next week thanks very much and slango fall see you